Good morning, good morning. This is your host, Kevin, of the Colorful Success Podcast. Today, we are speaking with Bianca of Monet Motivation. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for coming on. (laughs) No problem. Bianca, uh, just to start off real quick, what made you become a motivational speaker? Um, one of the reasons that made me become a motivational speaker is because of how I was brought up. Um, you know, I was brought up in a home where it was all, always like motivation flying around the house. You know, we always walked around giving each other encouraging words. Um, that was just pretty much all I heard growing up, you know, and, you know, my personal relationship with, with God made me want to become a motivational speaker even more because people in our generation um don't really see people of their age you know encouraging them motivating them giving them better ways to have an outlet um or even want to be motivated you know just to get up out of bed my own personal journey you know just it's so many questions that you know i can go on and on about what made me want to become one but you know one of the main reasons is because of my grandmother, you know, Sandra Brown. You know, she made me want to become a motivational speaker um, because she was that person who encouraged me on a regular. You know, it was never a dull moment where she wasn't telling me, you know, hold my head up. Um, You know, don't let anybody tell me what I can't be. You know, if I put my mind to it, I can achieve anything as long as I have God as the head of my life and as long as I follow the steps that he orders. Right, right. And would you say that's where what motivates you to do what you do or where your passion comes from? Um, I would say that's where my passion comes from. That's okay, when it comes to, to motivational speaking, do you have any systems you use to, to research topics or do you uh-huh. have a niche you want to cater to? One of the main things that I really get my topics from on like how I'm feeling is um my daily word. You know, I wake up and I do my daily word. Um, I do my daily devotionals, you know, and that's where really where I get my topic from. Um, whatever the Lord, you know, pretty much lays on my heart is like that's where I come, you know, that's where I come from. Like one of the main things that laid on my heart this morning was the word peace. You know, um, I I typically start my morning with speaking over my day. You know, however you speak over your day is how your day is going to go. So if you wake up and you say, man, today's going to be a gloomy gloomy day, you know, um, it's not going to go well. I'm going to get into it with, say, the coworker you don't like at work. You know, that's how your day is going to go. But, you know, you're speaking in words until existence. Right. You know, the if you wake up and you say, you know, I'm going to have peace over my day. I'm going to have joy over my day. I'm going to have prosperity over my day. You know, I'm going to be that person to make somebody else smile, make somebody else want to have purpose in life. Um, And, you know, I also, I'm also careful with, you know, what I speak over my day too, because, you know, what I say to someone else can impact how they feel. You know, mm-hmm. if I wake up and yeah, I yeah, even a smile can impact yeah, that. You know, even just you know giving somebody the look or saying you know a compliment, saying you know you're gorgeous today or you have a beautiful smile. You know, they can they can make somebody feel good about themselves, especially if they come from a, a broken home, perhaps. Um, 
but yeah, that, that's that's how I start my day, you know. And I always started with my sister, um, because you know that's who I wake up and go to bed to, you know. So I'll be like, you know, your outfit is bomb today, you know, to break that down. Like, <laughs> right, right. Oh, girl, you looking fly, you know. You should wear this today. You comfortable, but you cute, you know. So I think right. into her day, even when you know I don't feel like getting up. You know, I have those days. I mean, everybody has those days where they just like, man, I just want to lay in a bed today. <laughs> you know, oh, man. especially on Mondays. You know, that, that was one of the reasons why I started on a Monday. Because Mondays can be everybody's rough day. You know, some days you may wake up and be like, man, this Monday going to be fly. You know, I, I'm going to get my hair done, get my nails, kind of thing like that. You know, always, always set something to where you have something for it to look to in your day. Right, right. Now, what would you say is the the most difficult part about being a motivational speaker? Um, I would say the most difficult part about being a motivational speaker is on those days where I don't feel motivated. You know, sometimes when I'm going through, you know, that rough patch in life you know when I'm on hard terms with myself you know so I think that I would say those are like that's the the toughest part of being a motivational speaker because I always have to even though at that very moment you know I'm not feeling encouraged God may like something on my heart to make somebody else feel encouraged you know and I always have to sometimes and I do this often I often speak words and life and wisdom into others and in the midst of my situation or my storm I I typically sometimes go back to what I've spoken over someone else's life or you know said something to someone else to make their day a better day I typically take those words and refer them back to my life pretty much like a self-reflection because um, self-reflection is a lot, you know. Growing up, it's it took a lot to me to get to this point where um, I practice self self care and self health and mental health because you know it's it's a lot of things that people just not acknowledge in life. You know, mental health is is real. Yeah, most definitely. You know, that that's real. So, I, you know, even if I reach, my goal with motivational speaking is to reach at least one person. You know, I feel like if I've reached at least one person, I'm doing something good. I'm doing something better, you know. And I always had goals where it's like, okay, you know, even though this goal may not fit at this moment, God give me that time where that that goal will complete that accomplishment that I wanted for myself. Right, right. So that's that's how I see it. You know, I always have to look at the bigger picture and not just the minor picture. You know, because you know somebody can draw you a picture and say this is what your future is going to look like, but if you speak prosperity over that picture if you speak abundance over that picture um whether it's financially whether it's health you know if you speak 
good things over what God has placed before you, you can paint a bigger picture for yourself. You know, and that's that's how I see it. That's how that's how my outlook is on life. Now, for coming from a personal standpoint, what do you think are some of the most critical changes that we must make uh, to form? Um, most critical changes. So, on personally, you know, I feel like you have to get to a point where um, in life, and you know, I always tell my sister, you know, these things don't happen overnight. It is a working progress. You know, I I don't I don't necessarily like to use the word perfect in my vocabulary because if you ask me from self-reflecting, I'm far from perfect. You know, if anything something's perfect, there's no room for improvement. Exactly. So you know, I feel like and you know, this is not to put people down who feel like they're perfect in their own way. You know, I feel like everybody has a place in this world but you know for me personally I don't use that word because it's like okay if I sit here and I say that I'm perfect what happens to all of my flaws you know they don't just disappear you know right um they're still here you know they're still visible you know it may be some flaws that you may not see as a flaw to you but when it comes to others, it's a flaw to them and it's something that you can improve on. Like, a lot of people don't realize that their biggest critics is themselves. Oh, most definitely. You know, I take that into consideration. I'm like, okay, my biggest flaw and my biggest critic is myself. You know, I allow myself to have those flaws. You know, and if I'm not working to better those flaws, quite naturally, they're not going to improve. You know, it's like you got to wake up and you got to want to be hungry to make an improvement every day. Think of it as if it's your last day. So if you wake up and be like, well, you know, I'm perfect. I don't need to improve nothing today. That can be your last day. And the way that you that mentality can be how you leave this world. That mentality. Yeah, your mentality itself can be detrimental to Absolutely. Your life. That mentality can be can take you out, literally. You know, and you lead this world and you think you're perfect, but you you hit all of those flaws as if they don't need it to be improved. You know, there's always improvement. You know, you you have to think of it like this. And I, I read this and um uh encouragement letter that was sent to me. Um, every day is a new day to better yourself and that's how you have to see it don't wake up and be like well today just Monday I mean it's a regular old work day be like well today is Monday and I can improve my attitude or today is Tuesday and I can improve how I verbally speak to people you know it's a lot of changes that you can make in life but you have to be able to work towards them for me personally, oh, yeah. I've been working on, you know, my attitude for a while. Um, you know, my attitude is not something that can just be fixed overnight. You know, but what what people should also realize is 
if you have that support system who can, you know, even though you recognize there's change, there is nothing wrong with saying, hey, sis, I see the improvement on your attitude. Keep working at it. You know, there, there's, there's, there can be no harm with saying that. You know, if anything, that will make them want to work towards improving their attitude better. You know, and it makes them. Mm-hmm. And most people will see your your changes before you would. Right. You know, a lot of people be like, "Well, you know, your attitude has gotten better." And you be sitting there looking at yourself like, "It did." Yeah. But most but you have to be willing to want to to work for. It. You have to be hungry to make improvements because there's always room to have improvement whether it's on yourself but you have to the, the one thing I have to realize on myself I have to be honest with myself you know I, you know what is, I ahead. said I have to be honest with myself you know honesty is key for me just, just me personally mm-hmm. you know if I'm not honest with myself I won't be able to get where I want to go and I think that's just that should be a number one key on, you know, anybody's list. You know, make sure you surround yourself with friends. Like, make sure your circle, like you got, make like your circle, your circle can be dope, you know, to the eye, but behind closed doors, you know, if you got a group of friends who supporting you in public but hating on you behind walls, with your friend. You don't need to be friends with them. <laughs> most definitely yeah, yeah. You know, I don't need to be friends with them like personal experience like I haven't necessarily had that experience in particular but you know in life it's like don't ever feel like certain people were shady you know one of my biggest um, and this question may come up later but one of my biggest um, inspirational speakers is Tyler Perry um, pertaining to like his plagues and you know I see it as a lesson like I absolutely love me a Medea play because right. yes it's funny but in every play in every movie there's always a life lesson but you have to be willing to be patient with yourself to seek that life lesson that he's willing to that he's trying to get across you know and one of, one of my favorite quotes from him is some people are meant to be in your life for a lifetime and some people are meant to be in your life for a season but you only mess up when you give those seasonal people lifetime expectations mm. you know once you, yeah once that. you start giving seasonal people lifetime expectations your whole your whole world can change in matters of seconds you it really could because you're putting too much energy into it and it, that energy should have been down. exactly you keep relighting the, the wick to a burned out yeah. flame and that, that's what you have to be careful now I'm not saying you know all friendships are bad for you you just have to realize and recognize that you know everybody not shady you know old friends who you know who you depart from and like they, it's not that they were shady. It's just that they season was up. Yeah, y'all grew apart. You know, don't be. You know, and I always say this because, like, you know, I get it. I, I learned this lesson from my pastor. Be careful who you put your mouth on. You know, because the ones 
who you put your mouth on the most will be the ones who have your back the most. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to be careful who you talk about and who, who you put that energy into when you talking about them. Because just it's, it's like just the ones who you talking to about that other person will be the ones that turn their back on you and tell that other person what you have to say. So you have to be careful who you put your mouth on, who who you surround yourself around, because it, it's an important right. factor. Mm-hmm. I know what I've learned uh, the past couple years is not every L is a exactly. Loss. That is true. Majority of them are less. That, that is true. I would I would completely agree with that. You know, and I would agree with that because you know. It, 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 it hurts don't get me wrong it hurts but you have to be willing to learn something from that lesson because when, once you realize that this wasn't a loss it was a lesson then you know what not to do the next time around you know you have that understanding and that comprehending of what has been done what has transpired before you Right. You know, you you have to learn, like you have to be willing to want to adjust to that. But yeah, most definitely, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. And that goes back to I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't want to butcher it, but because it's in my <laughs> mind. <laughs> but yeah, it, it goes back to that serenity yeah. prayer. Yeah, you probably might know it know it better than me. Yeah, I mean But that's that's what, what I I tend to, to go back yeah, to. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that you learn over time. It's not something that you just wake up to and that you're accustomed to on a regular. You know, you have to be willing to want to make and like I'm gonna use this as an example. Like a lot of people be like, Well, I'm gonna go on a, a diet. I don't like using the word diet now that I've seen it from a different perspective it's like okay I'm not gonna go on this diet but I'm gonna go on a lifestyle change see I ain't never think of it like that cause I hate yeah. dieting yeah and honestly like I'm 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 doing a lifestyle change with like with my eating within this new year and you know when you google it it's like paleo diet you know but when I looked at it from a different perspective on what was you know conversations that I've had it's like don't look at it as, it as a diet. Look at look at it as a lifestyle change. Because see, when you look at it as a lifestyle change, then it will make you want to do it more and finish it and see how you how you feel about it. You know, versus saying, "Well, I'm gonna go on this diet for 30 days." You may turn around in 20 days in, you eating on a snicker buying some some popcorn. <laughs> you know, right, right. versus saying, called it your cheat right, day. Right. Yeah. Versus saying, I'm going to make a lifestyle change in 20 days in, you eating on like a protein bar or um, a granola bar or something healthy, like some fruit. You know, I'm not saying all fruits are healthy. Not saying that. <laughs> but, you know, you may, you may see yourself eating some fruit as a snack and not a sticky bar and some popcorn. You know, right. right. I think it, it, it comes down to that accountability yes. too. 
on what what words you and I'm not use. I'm not gonna hold you. You ain't hold you. Yeah, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like I've really been on this this um this path where I'm like, you know, you have to get to a point. Now I'm not saying like I said, it don't happen overnight, but you have to get to a point where you begin to hold those who are around you accountable. Whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's your parents or whether it's your siblings. You know, you have to be willing to hold those accountable because the minute you don't hold them accountable, they will no longer hold you accountable. But what I've also learned is within the last 24 hours, have expectations of yourself. You know, be willing to have expectations in your life because when you have expectations in life, then you can hold those around you to similar expectations. You know, they may not fit the expectation right on the dot, but they can come close to it. You know, and I take that as an example in like the dating world, you know, with our generation. You know, I grew up where I had an uncle who who would fuss at me if I opened and closed my own door. You know, nowadays, and that, that was any door, whether it was a car door, a restaurant door, Nowadays, your dude is getting in the car looking at you like you gonna get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> go back to to think like a man, the chirp chirp girl. Absolutely. <laughs> you know that's a valuable mm-hmm. lesson. Be willing to hold your significant other to an expectation where you expect him to open and close your door, because if you become comfortable with just you know it's okay you know if you by yourself. That's cool, but you should have expectations of a significant other who you want to have and and have life with, but experience life with. You know, hold them to the expectation yeah. to open and closing your door. Have an expectation to him pulling out your chair. You know what I mean? So you you have to be willing to be open to those things. Don't be closed-minded. I always go into any situation with an open mind. Because it gets me further. Yeah, Yeah, it gets when you go into situations with an open mind, it gets you further in life. It's not just a temporary thing. It's a lifetime thing. Yeah. I feel like when you when you go into situations with an open mind, you're you're more prone to listening than just listening yeah. to respond. Yeah, it's it's like the it's like the difference between saying I'm listening to you and I hear you. Yeah, it's a total it's a it's total a difference. difference. And a lot of people yeah. be like, well, it's the same difference. It's not the same difference. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like yeah, they it's have really two not. different meanings in the dictionary. They are similar. Are you you are you listening? But exactly, exactly. And that's that's the point. Like that's that's a big point that you have to get across with having expectations of yourself and others around you. That's why you have to be willing to hold those accountable. You know. Cause just just saying I I hear you. That's cool, you know. Just just saying, you know, I'm listening to you. It's like okay, you listening to me, but do you understand? Do you hear what I'm saying? Right. 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 
Yeah. Now, what what do you think is the the big difference between a motivational speaker and a life coach? Mm. Um, the difference between a motivational speaker and a life coach. It it can be different upon you know different people. I can I can say it depends on who the person is. Um, you know, a life coach kind of like helps you get through life. I guess you know. I mean, it's pretty much in the title. You know, they're they're trying to help guide you to where you want to go. You know, versus a motivational speaker is there to help get your day started. You know, whether it's in the middle of the day or at night. You know, whenever whatever time you get your day started. You know, I feel a motivational speaker can can give you um what's what is the word I'm looking for to help you want to do it better. You know what I'm saying? Versus a life coach is like, I'm expecting you to do better. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> right, make right. you do better. I feel like a life coach is like they they make it mandatory for you to do better in life. Like if they don't see any improvements, mm-hmm. we I don't know, like you know you don't know where yeah. to go from there. Versus I feel like a motivational speaker is like I want you to do better. I want you to do better for you, not because. I just encouraging right not because I told you to but because you should want to kind of thing yeah that I think that's my my biggest outlook on the difference okay now in now this is motivational Mondays I know you have some motivational words to get us through the day the week just any hard time we might be going through I mean I, I mean it's a it's a lot that runs through my mind when um when motivating but like i said one of the main things i get my motivation from is from my scriptures um one of my favorite scriptures to like motivate people from is philippians 4 7 you know in the peace of god which transcendent all understanding will guide your hearts and your minds in christ jesus now that is not my absolute favorite um but it's definitely something that i go by you know i typically try to walk through the week with peace over my life um because it's it's something that's important you know if you have peace with all understanding um then typically your week can be a little smoother you know but my, my all-time favorite one that really gets me through just life in general is Proverbs 3, 1 through 6. Um, it says, my son, I do not forget, do not forget my teachings, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bend bend them around your neck. Write them in the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. This is my favorite part. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Now, that's my favorite scripture of all time 
simply because what does that mean to you th- this scripture means to me it's like basically to to summon it down summary to put a summary on it you know it's like the minute you go astray from god or a parent or you know whatever the path is you know there's always a way to get back to where you started from you know i like using the word the words go to your roots um simply because the minute you get back to your roots it's like a reset button you know what you did in the past you can't say it in you know with god what you did in your past is wiped clean it no longer exists when it comes to him you know it's like you're you're starting over but it's right you know what you did yesterday doesn't matter what you do today it's what you it's what steps you want to take to get ahead you know that is is like i said what you're improving you know is is what really depends on how how you want to plan your future out for yourself you know if you if you dwell on the past how do you expect to have the mindset how do you expect god to help guide you to where you want to go mm-hmm. you know if you if you sin and you dwelling on pain and you dwelling on um how you felt about a situation how do you expect to move forward in life you know yeah. I, I i've learned a lot within the last 21 years you know and i were really somebody that's about 15 years because I've been able to see it for myself and understand it for myself and what what I mean by that is you know I'm, I've had hurt in my life you know it's it's not a person that I don't know you know that's walked through life with a little hurt but what I've willing what I've done to start my new beginnings I have to give those who hurt me not for me i mean not for them but for me you know because if you still mad about what happened to you 15 years ago that person who did it to you 15 years ago is living their best life while you dwell in anger and yeah. sadness they're not losing None. no sleep but you tossing and you turning and trying to figure out well how am i gonna get my day started today you know you have mm-hmm. like and that was one of the one of the many reasons why I wanted to become a motivational speaker because it's like, you know, telling your story can always help somebody else begin to break down the walls of theirs. Mm. You know, you know, telling your story can always help someone else break down the walls of theirs. And what I'm, Mm. what I truly and depthly mean by that is, you know, me sitting here expressing how I how I began to get started because you know quite naturally I've made mistakes in life you know I'm a human you know I always see myself as that I'm human I don't set myself up on a pedestal because like I said I'm not perfect you know I've made some mistakes I've had some troubles I've had some heartaches and some pains but I've been willing to express 
and it not necessarily in-depthly in- explain, but explain enough to where I feel I can help you break down the walls of your hurt, break down the walls of your depression, break down the walls of your mental health, you know? And you, like I said, you have to be, be careful what you speak over people's lives because it's like I don't want to be and I've I've been told that I you know I've never it's never come off like this but it's like I don't want to be that person to push my burdens and my pains off on somebody else you know I want them to understand where I'm coming from to help them start their new beginning and that's how I see it you know it's hard but that's that's how I see it you know like I said in the beginning I have to be willing to sometimes understand myself to help someone understand them and it's hard you know it's hard sometimes yeah it really is but you gotta keep putting in that work absolutely absolutely you really do my, my uh Miss Monet, where can our, our listeners connect with you to find more positive? Um content? one of the places you can find me is on Instagram at Monet underscore motivation, M-O-N-I-E underscore M-O-T-I-V-A-T-I-O-N. Um you can find me there. Um you will find a bunch of motivational, um, inspirational things on this page. Um I'm honestly thinking about starting a new a YouTube channel, you know, to just expand my platform because I mean it's important. Not everybody has Instagram or Facebook, but you 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 could always go to YouTube, you know. Yeah, so, <laughs> everything yeah, you absolutely um, can do that. Um, and pretty much all my information will be on my Instagram page where you'll be able to find that information at. Uh, but that's about it. All right, all right. That sounds good with me. If you are looking for any more motivation to help you get through the day, work, week, low life in general, tune in to Monet Motivation to find all of your motivational needs and as always this is your host kevin of the colorful success podcast and we are ready change is one of the most difficult things that we face but change is inevitable one reason we don't like change is we get comfortable where we are we get used to our friends our job the place we live and even if it's not perfect we accept it because it's familiar. And what happens, because we're not willing to change, we get stuck in what God used to do instead of moving forward into what God is about to do. And just because God's blessed you where you are doesn't mean you can just sit back and settle there. You have to stay open to what God is doing now. What worked five years ago may not work today. If you're going to be successful, you have to be willing to change. Every blessing is not supposed to be permanent. Every provision is not supposed to last forever. We should constantly evaluate our friendships. Who's speaking into your life? Who are you depending on? Make sure they're not dragging you down, limiting you from blossoming. 
everybody is not supposed to be in our life forever. If you don't get rid of the wrong friends, you will never meet the right friends.